Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Wakanda! Welcome! The Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Uh, there was no Knicks game tonight. There's no Nets game tonight. No Rangers, Islanders, Devils. Who's playing in New York? Who's going to be the Casamigos big shot of the night? Rick Pitino. The St. John's Red Storm are 12-4. and four. I watched a little bit of that game in the Garden. They beat the Providence Friars. It was close now. The Providence Friars are 11-5. They're similar records. They could have taken an L. There wasn't one player that I was going to give it to. Uh, maybe Jenkins, but, you know, Joel Soriano and Dennis Jenkins both had 16 points. R.J. Lewis had 12. Rick Patino, Talk about, you know, these older guys coming over here to New York to change things. Not Max Scherzer. Not Justin Verlander. Not Aaron Rodgers. Rick Patino, Instant impact. Instant change. The St. John's Red Storm and Rick Pitino get my Casamigos big shot of the night. 87-7, 33-7, a 6-6 six six and two more sixes get you on the show. Let's go. Dylan in Westchester picking up where I was, uh, you know, talking about the Jets and Keith Carter and Brees Hall and Makai Becton. Yeah, what's up, Keith? How you doing, bro? Good, good. Thanks for calling. I'm, I'm a Jet homer here, as uh, Sal Akata would say. That's fine. But, That's fine. There's a yeah. lot of Jet homers listening. Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, this whole problem stops, like, starts with Woody. This guy has owned the Jets for, what, I don't know, 25 years? And he still has no clue of anything about football. Not a clue. He got a nice chain, though. He iced That's himself out. He, he, he sees something fancy, and he thinks, oh, this must be great. Got but an iced-out no chain that says Woody on it. Pause. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> And then it's down to Joe D and Robert Sala. And it's kind of like both of them are on the same wavelength of like, they can't be a bad guy. It's like they're Jackie Moon in the movie semi Bro, Everybody I was just everybody. saying to Marco as I'm reading the article, right, your, your players publicly criticize Keith Carter and Mekhi Becton and Brees Hall. But there's a quote in the article, and Rob Sala said, I think he did a really good job. And I said to Marco, why exactly. can why isn't Rob Sala critical of anyone in the building? He can't Ever. say a bad thing about anybody. It's crazy. 
Like, dude, you have to be a bad guy at some point to be a coach of anything. Well, when you're not winning, if you're winning, everything is great. But when you're having these results, somebody has to be held accountable. Heads have to roll. And, I mean, like, at this point, these players, if there was any kind of positive thing to say about uh, Carter, they would have went to bat for him. Like, yo, like they did with Hackett at the beginning of the year. Right. Get coach's name out of your mouth, blah, blah, blah. They laughed at it. And you're going to continue, you're going to let this stay on the team? Like, come on. And that is the problem, and that's what I was talking about with the head coach. All of these good head coaches are coming available, and you've got this vanilla, play it straight, no emotion, everything is fine, house is burning, this is fine, coach. You're right. not there's I don't care. I don't care how good Aaron Rodgers is. Aaron Rodgers could turn back the clock no, ten years. He's not saving the team. There's no, no way. No. There, there's no spine to Robert Sala. No. And that's what drives me the most. And the nuts. players know that. And for for the for all of the people that say he's a player's coach, he's a player's coach, the players will walk all over you and they won't respect you. Absolutely not. And it shows. And one last thing, why Justin Turner is not playing third base for the Mets by now is crazy to me. Because we need a third well, base. Well he'd be more of a DH. He's up there and Age and but we got nobody at third base, so Keith. Brett nobody. Beatty, it's about to be Brett Beatty's time to prove it, man. He went back down last year, dude. Uh, I don't know. Well, David Stearns wants to see with his own eyes. <laughs> Have a good night, bro. <laughs> Later. 877 337 6666. $10 million not going to get you Justin Turner. $10 million not going to get you JD Martinez. Uh, I'm trying to think who's out there for the Mets to go get. Not a not a third baseman, not a DH. They they better keep um, having Mark Vientos work on his infielding drills with Lindor. Josh in Passaic on the fan. What up, Josh? Good, Keith. How are you? You know, hanging out, doing a job. So just thinking with $10 million, you probably could get a few ex-Mets. You probably could get Carlos Carrasco. Probably could get Darren Ruff. No, I don't want to go down that road. No, no, no. The, see, the thing about uh, David Stearns, he's a Met fan, but he's secretly a Yankee fan. That's why he brought Mendoza, Severino, and Bader over. He wouldn't bring back, you know, any old Mets. Yeah, there's a reason they're gone. But, listen, with the Giants, do you think Daniel Jones, saying you're calling this BS, do you think Daniel Jones is the starting quarterback when he comes back? No, I just gave you guys the math. It, the math ain't mathing. There's no way in hell, in my opinion, Daniel Jones is, is physically even ready to start week one. because so not week one when he comes back from his injury. When he comes back from his injury, like, it, it, no. So when he comes back from his injury, I think there's multiple ways this could play out. Maybe you have a just throwing a name out there, a Jacoby Brissett veteran. I don't think it would be Tyrod. Maybe it will be Tyrod. You have a veteran here. Maybe you have a young rookie quarterback where in this NFL, rookie quarterbacks play. Tommy DeVito broke the record as the 10th rookie quarterback to start in the NFL. We've never seen 10 quarterbacks first year in the NFL get starts. So maybe you have a young guy that actually is ready, actually is able to start. Uh, I just don't. I, I'm not buying it. I don't. I don't think that they love Daniel Jones like that. I don't think they believe in him like that. And he is damaged goods. He's got a long rehab process. And you cannot sell me on Daniel Jones being the starting quarterback of the team when he comes back and he's healthy to go, unless the team is struggling. And you guys start off what zero and four. Then sure, week five, Daniel Jones gets to start. I'm more on the way right, taking a quarterback early. And if you want, you could have Jones play the final year. So you have your rookie start a few games. Whoever it is you take, whether it's Michael Phoenix or whoever else drops, or if you want to get a guy in a later round, says a few games, but then it just comes back if you uh, want the, to. The right real question the is, Josh, who is the starting quarterback for the Jets week one? Uh, the schedule isn't out yet, 
but I'm assuming you're going to face the Dallas Cowboys, whether they bless us with a MetLife Stadium week one game again, or you got to go to Jerry World, you better figure out who's going to be under center week one. It can't be Tommy DeVito. I mean, I guess it could be Tommy DeVito, but I, I don't think it's going to be Daniel Jones. They, they need to figure that out ASAP. Whatever they do figure out the quarterback, if we could ever get, like, you know, receiver one. Cause, like, one of the Robinson and Slayton are, like, solid receiver threes. Maybe one of solid, too. But you see these rookie quarterbacks, you give them a great receiver, and they look good, right? Look at Nico Collins and C.J. Stroud. Yep. So if you and he had Tank quarterback, Dell, and they went and got him Dalton Schultz, uh, and they got him two running backs in, in Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary, and they had a good offensive line. And... With the, I'm just going on the Browns. You think this is Joe Flacco's week to come crashing down because when he played Houston, they won by two scores, but that was also against Davis Mills, and I think we're all kind of waiting on that game. Yeah, something tells me, like, and I, and I cited this the other day, uh, C.J. Stroud said he doesn't really do the social media or, or, or watching the sports shows, but since he was physically there, it was in NRG Stadium, his stadium, Pat McAfee and one of the Pat McAfee guys I forget who they cited. They literally told this man to his face that XYZ said you have no chance. And Shroud just kind of gave him like a, oh, really? Like, oh, like, like you you don't motivate guys like that. Like, he's got the mama mentality. He's a Lakers fan, Kobe fan. You don't, you don't tell that kid on national television that he does not have a chance in the playoffs after what he's done. He might go out there and, and, and ball out and throw for, you know, 325 yards and Flacco's not able to throw for 300 yards. That's going to be a hell of a game. If they can block up front, which they can, right? Um, Nico Collins. I wish Tank Dell. Is Tank Dell going to be? I think Tank Dell's done for the year. Um, yeah. I wish they had the combo of Tank Dell and Nico Collins. Because, like, when you watch the game, Nico Collins, it's so obvious. Like, who else are you going to, um, you know, throw the ball to? No, Brown is pretty solid, but I just have one more point. Oh, Brown, Michi, like, they, no, it's Nico Collins. Random. Nico Collins is, is a monster. So, first, before I get to uh, my B point, just first want to wish Aaron a happy birthday. One of the guys that listens to me on the fan. You know, we also got to pie him yesterday, so it's all pretty good. But with um, Wander Franco, what do you think ends up with this? Do you think it's just he has a little thing um, by the DR and then he just comes back and no suspension? No, Wander Franco is done. Like, Wander Franco, you, no. Uh, want, like, Wander, Wander Franco got out of jail or whatever. And you know what I thought was hilarious? I'm like, these chicks are hilarious, bro. He's like, he gets out of jail or whatever, and he's riding away with his, like, high school sweetheart shotgun. No shame. She's got no shame. Like, this guy, the charges against him, he was he was with young women, underage women. And 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 you're by his side being photographed with him? <laughs> uh, he's going to jail, bro. He, uh, I mean, he's got the money to fight it. But he ain't coming back to Major League Baseball. Why would they have him? Who would have him? He has pretty good talent. I, mean, I guess you'd say the same thing with Trevor Bauer. Whichever team would be willing to sign him. No, it's co- it's, That'd be it's a pretty a, good combo if nah, a team signed both of them. Completely different kind of thing. Uh, Wander Franco is guilty. Um, and, 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 and that's not something they're going to play about. And now he's he's facing these charges in the DR. Now I just don't see it. I I think I think they the the Rays, <laughs> and I laugh at it. It's not funny, but I laugh at the Rays because they don't ever pay anybody, and the guy they choose to pay, got him. Yeah, it's a real shame because he's so good. He no, it's not a shame. It's not a shame. Right? It's not a shame. He's foul. He's a scumbag. 
it, it's uh it's good that they actually exposed him and uh you know figured that all out. Get him get him some help. I love you. Thanks for taking my call. Have a great night. Thanks for the call, Josh. I know you're young too. I'm a grown man. When I when I the stuff that I read and saw about Wander Franco with that young chick, and then even the text message about him literally writing knowingly, this could mess up my career if MLB finds out about it, but I took the risk and I enjoyed it. That's verbatim, but he said something along those lines on WhatsApp. This guy literally wrote, I took the risk and I enjoyed it, messing with a a little girl underage, and there's like her mom set it up, and I guess when you're this multi-million dollar shortstop in Major League Baseball and you think you can get away with all that? Hell no, he's not coming back to the league. And do not compare that situation with Trevor Bauer at all. At all. It's not even close. Ben is in Connecticut. What's up, Ben? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith, it's that time of year, man. I'm starting to get a little baseball fever. Wanted to make a Yanks and a Mets point real quick. Yeah. Sure. So, first of all, with the Yanks, uh, I'm with you, man. Like, Honestly, the, the tweet that Strowman put out, like, I, I, I wrote very similar things about Cashman, so I have no beef with All the guy. he was talking about is how the Yankees spend so much money and come up short, and he criticized our rotation at the time, and he said he's better than most of those guys in the rotation. And, hey, newsflash, the guys you were talking about, they're not on the team. Totally agree. And, and on top of that, the guy's from around here. He's a New Yorker. And I kind of, like, dig his energy. I think maybe the Yanks could need that. And... Like, I think he'll buy into the whole, you know, 28th ringer bust because I just think he's kind of a competitor. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, with it. I have nothing bad to say about Marcus Stroman. I once did. Um, but let bygones be bygones. The past is the past. And Twitter is not real. And for the people, like, I don't even remember what what he said. And people were like, oh, he's a racist or he's accusing people of being racist. And I guess there was some political stuff or whatever. Man, just just stop already. It's it's Twitter. That People say terrible things on Twitter all the time. People call me a racist on Twitter. People say racist things to me on Twitter. It doesn't it doesn't bother me because it's fake. You'll never pull up and say that to my face. And whatever Strowman was saying, it, it's, it's, it's Twitter finger stuff. The business is baseball. The Yankees need pitching. He is a pitcher who needs a job. If they meet um, on a reasonable contract, I'm all for it. Thanks for the call, Ben. 877-337-6666. I'm sure one of you remember exactly. I, I bet the Met, Met fan remembers. I tried to go back, but I'm blocked by him, so I can't I can't search his tweets. And, like, I went back to look at, you know, anything that I said. I, I, I had Rec on um, because I looked at the thread with with Rec. You know, Rec was basically telling him, "Bro, I'm not, I'm not for this back and forth Twitter. Like, that's, that's, I'm the same way. We're not hard to find, bro. We're on MLB Network. We're on the radio. We're at the stadium. We're, if you got a problem, pull up. I don't, I don't do this back and forth Twittering. If it's that serious to you, step up about it. Bring it outside. And uh, the one tweet that I saw from Stroman that I was able to pull was February twenty second, twenty twenty two. Two, 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 two. So he said, just look at who the Mets hired as their GM. That tells you enough. His lack of awareness in his previous position is being exposed to the public now. I'm beyond thankful I'm gone from that organization. God got me. Um, but other than that, I, 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 I clipped and I put it on Twitter. Brian Cashman was quoted as saying the Yankees didn't feel Stroman would be a difference maker. And Stroman would have ended up in their bullpen in the postseason. Stroman took... That slight uh, personally and has tweeted plenty remarks about it since. And he basically said, like, the Yankees, 
The Yankees should have been winning World Series. They waste a lot of money. And in the future, I'll be better than, you know, the guys in their rotation. And let me guess, if it's 2021, like, I don't know who he was talking about, but they're not in the rotation anymore. Severino, <laughs> he was talking about he'd be better than Sevy. Spot on. You were you were correct. Um, and, you know, 20, I don't even remember. James Paxton, J.A. Happ. No, so, like, what are we talking about? And like I said before, the same people that were yelling, fire Cashman, Brian Cashman's terrible. The moves he made with this team are terrible. You're the same one saying, oh, no, I can't believe Stroman said what he said about us. There's no way. Like, we can't have it both ways. Beggars can't be choosers. The Yankees went 82-80. and 80. They are not above it. AJ and Port Jeff, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith, how you doing, bro? Good, good, good. Thanks for calling in. Hey, listen, obviously I'm a Mets fan, but I don't know if you guys... What you I mean, you obviously? I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, well, I'm a Mets fan, but I don't... Uh, listen, Mark, I'm a Long Island kid. I played against Marcus Stroman in high school and baseball. I think it's great that he made it. I just don't think... I don't think he has his skin for New York anymore, man. He, he takes... He takes what fans have to say to heart, it seems. I'm I, one of the people... I'll that say this. I'll say this to, to counter that. Tonight, and even Rec was talking about it, how, like, New York is not what we think it is anymore, especially in the digital age, right? It used to be you come to New York, you're going to get all the commercials, you're going to get all the advertising. You can do that anywhere. Influencer marketing, or right. not even influencer marketing, but the marketing deals or whatever all goes through social media. I want the guy that wants New York. I want the guy that wants the pinstripes Yankee Stadium that says, yeah, I, I, I accept the challenge and what comes with it. It seems like a lot of guys are ducking that smoke, but go on. You know what? You have a good point, and he's a competitor, but that's just my opinion. But anyway, to the Mets, um, I'm super frustrated. I called into BT and South today and kind of echoed the same sentiment. Now, now I'm on my way. I was on my way into work. Now I'm on my way home from work, and I'm still pissed off. So I felt the need to call in and reiterate the message. It's like a little bit long. It's just stewing with me. And then Stearns has an interview today. It's just like, as South said, I can believe in like the long-term plan that Cohen had, but I, I can't help but Today, in 2024, I feel like I've been duped a little bit by Cohen coming in and thinking we are going to be a contender every year. And now this year, they won't admit it, which is really pissing me off, that they're punting on the season, bro. You want to go all into 2025, it's fine. But any fan like myself that has a clue knows you can have a competitive team this year and have a lot of the money off the books and still go big game hunting in 2025. So it's kind of BS to say, oh, we're only spending $10 million more when there's a G. Martinez or Justin Turner, you can give a one year with an opt out after, and some high leverage bullpen arms that are still out there that can help you this year and beyond. It, so right now, I'm just really frustrated. It, I, I know really you should be frustrated. It's a tough pill to swallow. It's a philosophy change. You got so amped up when you got the new owner, and all these things were happening, and a lot of Mets fans in their mind said, "This is it. We're going to be contenders, competitors. We are going to be outbidding everyone." When the winter comes, that's our time to go get the top free agents. And here we are in a winter where last night a report comes across where they say there's around $10 million left to spend. I ain't no Mets fan, but I'm like, that makes no sense. And even if that's the truth, you don't have to tell anybody that. Like, that doesn't have to be floated out. Andy Martino doesn't have to put that out there. And he works for SNY, and there's no reason for him to make that up. So I'll say this about Stearns. It's so obvious that, like, even the way he's ta he was talking, and we're going to play some of his clips again because it's been some hours since um, Loogie played him and since it was on uh, uh, Evan and Tiki. But it, he knows. He understands, right? Like, the fans want 
everyone to be signed, but this is different. This isn't the last three years under Steve Cohen. And the moves that he made, he knows that nobody is applauding those moves, but he's like, hey, this is my vision, and this is how it starts, and you got to stomach it. you got to deal with it. And the hope, hope, hope is in four to five years that the Mets do build it the right way and are uh, contenders, competitors. But there are a bunch of Mets fans that are like, bro, I'm not trying to wait that long. I've been waiting my whole life. Right, right. And that's how kind of I feel. But the last, last, you know, the biggest fools in the room are us because we show up. I just, as mad as I am telling you that I'm mad today, what I do today? Look, I booked a flight to go to Port St. Lucie and catch the But of course, because so, that's what we do. We're fans, right? We're fans. The, the, Yankees, right. the Yankees went 82 and 80. But I, I, my, my spring training trip is booked. Like, I'm going down there. Granted, we got Juan Soto. But it's like, I'm still waiting for them to do more. We need pitching. We need we need more. We need more. We need more. But, like, your fandom is what it is. You root for the team. You hope for the best. But it's super disappointing when you just don't get what you want. Or, right now, you're going through a philosophy change, and you already conditioned your mind to think, no, we got the King Cohen, richest owner in sport. We can get whoever we want. We'll be we'll be right back. And, no, they, they, he, he hired somebody to do his bidding now. He, he realized he was doing it the wrong way. Now he's doing it the Stearns way, and he literally hired this guy to handle everything. He's not. You can tell. He, he's, he's not the one out, out in front like he once was. That's spot on. And before um, I agree with you, and before I hang up, I just wanted to transition real quick. You're not a big college basketball fan, are you? I'm not. I used to be when I was younger. I just, you know, don't have as much time anymore to keep up with. But, I, I mean, I'm familiar with all the teams and the, and the conferences. And when March Madness comes, I'm, I, I always am checking it out in, like, February so I know who to pick in the in the tournament. I've won some pools in the last few years. Listen, I had uh, UConn. Uh, I, I had UConn. <laughs> me too. But I'm a big St. John's fan. I want to just give them a shout-out. They won against Providence tonight. It's their best start since. Oh, did you miss my Casamigos big shot of the night? I said I gave Rick Pitino and St. John's the Casamigos big shot of the night. They they beat. I watched them beat Providence in here, and that was a good game. It was a close game, but uh, you know, I just said the old guys that came here for the Mets, Scherzer, Verlander, the old guy that came here for the Jets, they didn't get it done. This old guy, Rick Pitino, instant results. Hey, listen, I know you just, you know, you've gotten into the Devils the last few years. Yeah. You know, as a St. John's fan, I know we're different with the baseball, but I'd love for you to carry the flag for the Johnnies if you're trying to get into college basketball. Oh, BT's already doing that. I don't have to do that. Thanks for the call, AJ. Connor, let's run some of the audio from David Stern's press conference. Just in case somebody was working today and didn't hear it or somebody's getting in the car and they're saying, why are Mets fans upset or why are they disappointed in the offseason? Because, one, the moves you made, um, picking up Yankees, leftovers, right? Richest owner in the sport, but they're dumpster diving for Yankees trash. Two, because last night a report comes out that that's about it. Yep, we're going to try and add a couple more relievers. Uh, we don't think we need to go get another bat. The DH seems like it's going to be a revolving uh, position, a, a, a half-rest day, and rotate guys. And let's play um, anything from what David Stearns had to say. I love that our fan base wants us to sign everyone out there right that that's great um one that I, I think that means that what this organization has done over the last couple of years has raised the bar and has set high expectations and and that's a great thing we want high expectations harrison's going to play a lot of center field i, I think you know i term it he's, he's going to play regularly in center field um i think we're, we're fortunate we've got frankly a number of outfielders who can um who can play multiple positions who can play center field is brandon uh, going to be 
exclusively a left fielder. I, I think we'll we'll kind of tackle that one as we get into spring training and we see uh, the, the true formulation of what our team looks like, what it looks like towards the end of camp, and then we'll have a more definitive answer to that. So that's something we're, we're still um, evaluating um, and, and we're going to see what becomes available. So I, I wouldn't necessarily close the door on that. I also don't think it's essential. Okay, so uh, we just played them all together. And I, I just feel like most, I mean, if you're listening to WFAN at uh, 1125 at night and you're a Mets fan, like there's no way someone didn't text you this or this didn't get to you. But, you know, it's the radio. Maybe maybe it didn't. I can't assume everybody knows and everybody saw. I was watching this in real time laughing. I was in my little, like, studio guest room like, ha! Ah! <laughs> ah! um, so, you know, asking about the expectations of the fan base, right? Because the last couple of years, you had the highest payroll in, in Major League Baseball history last year. And so that's why he comes out and says, you know, I, I love that our fan base wants us to sign everyone out there. Uh, we we want high expectations. We want our fans passionately engaged. We want them to demand excellence. But he that's pivots. great. <laughs> yeah, like that's great. What was the word uh, uh, Loogie was using? Don't uh, uh, not antagonize us. Don't uh, no, not don't condescend. He was like, it's uh, I'm blanking. Don't patronize. Don't patronize. <laughs> or he said patronize too. Either one. Yeah, I don't do the patron. I'm a Casamigos guy. That's um, great. <laughs> that is great. Shout out to Casamigos because I drink it and they pay me for it. But, you know, Mets fans don't want to hear you saying like, yeah, that that's great. You guys want everybody. We're not doing that. Like, that's great. You're, you're you know, the last couple of years you got used to us uh, adding free agents and, and paying big money for guys. But that's done. That's over. And he says excellence requires thoughtful, strategic and wise acquisitions throughout. So he is overseeing the entire Mets operation, and he's doing it his way. And Steve Cohen is back to handling business wherever he handles business and doing other things. Steve Cohen is tapped out. Like, you know, they always used to say stuff like, uh, you want something done right, do it yourself. But in business, in business, I, I mentioned this about Steve Cohen. You just realize in business, hey, this isn't my strong suit. I got to pay somebody to do this. Like, you're not a graphic designer. You need a logo done. You go pay somebody to, to make the logo, right? Let's say, uh, you know, you know, you, you want a, a website made. You don't know how to make a website. If you want a good website, you pay somebody to make a website. Like, nobody's doing that now. But you, that's what I'm saying. He's paying David Stearns to build his team. And you guys just got to sit tight. The whole thing with Bader, and I said this to my open, Yankee fans understand this. I don't know how. I don't care if you, you were in Milwaukee and you watched Bader play for the Cardinals. That's got nothing to do with it right now. I don't know how. You even jokingly or say it because Bader's on the call, say that he's going to play center field regularly the year after you signed Nimmo for eight years. Nimmo's your left fielder. Harrison Bader's going to be your everyday center fielder. That, that Like, that's not, like, how many games do you expect him to play? That's not a good idea. It's a one-year deal. But, like, for this one year, I can't put much stock in that. The guy showed up hurt in spring training for the Yankees last year. I mean, he showed up to the Yankees at the trade deadline hurt. So you got to deal with plantar fasciitis, hamstrings, concussions from running into the wall, banging into like, I don't I don't know, but whatever. That's that's your everyday center fielder. Nimmo's going to move over to left field. Stay healthy, Marte. Stay healthy, Nimmo. Stay healthy, Bader. You can be seeing DJ Stewart and I don't know, what is it? Is it Gilbert a center fielder? One of the you know prospects is going to come up. That's another thing he said. He says he expects... Uh, we do have young players we want to make sure have sufficient at-bats. 
So expect this year to be a year where they're not signing big free agents. They're not going to go for it at the deadline. You're going to have to watch Mark Vientos play. That's great. <laughs> You're going to have to watch uh, some of these young guys that they traded for last year if they're ready. And David Stearns is fine with that. They will take all the bullets for this year. And like I jokingly said in my open, but this is this is facts. Like uh, uh, You got to hope that you get some good giveaways. They, they have to make the Jeff McNeil, Pete Alonzo driving in the blue Bronco bobblehead. That's it. Seymour's in Hudson Valley. Seymour, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith. Happy New Year's, man. How's the family doing? I I, I think we got to stop the happy. I'm just playing with you, bro. <laughs> Family's good. <laughs> happy New Year, man. Haven't talked to you. Hey, man. I, I, I'm in hibernation mode right now because of baseball, but I know it's been a minute since I last called you. Um, being from the previous caller, it's been what he said, too. Um, I got that baseball fever coming up. Uh, but coming as a Mets fan, it's just, not the ideal situation you want to be in, you know, signing Tyron Taylor, Harrison Bader, $10 million deal. These are all one-year short deals, but at the same time, do you think the Mets have a chance to possibly dip in the pool of the free agency of Luis Robert Jr. or even Juan Soto next year? I mean, we're already talking about like, cause like, and I, that's what I was saying on my Twitter. I'm like, there's a lot of copium. Met, the Met fan, thanks for the call, Seymour. We got a break. The Met fan is already projecting the next year. Yeah, we're we're saving money this year. Juan Soto is ours next year. Like, bro, please miss me with it. Like, like there's a high chance that the guy plays in Yankee Stadium. My Dominican brothers show up. De La Mio person now. Hey, we're drinking Brugal. We're getting it cracking. And he loves that vibe. His dad is a Yankee fan. His uncles are Yankee fans. And you know what? The Yankees haven't really spent any money this offseason, so maybe they're saving up too. And maybe he likes hitting next to Aaron Judge in the lineup. And maybe he likes all the perks and things that the Yankees can provide. Why the hell would he go over to the Mets? Because Steve Cohen has more money. Hal Steinbrenner has money too. So miss me with the whole, oh yeah, Juan Soto. In the Do you think we're getting Juan Soto? Not saying you, Seymour, but that's all I see online is whatever. We're getting Juan Soto next year. Yeah, you're already jumping all the way through 162 games of this season to, to, to hope for next season. I heard the same thing about Judge. I heard the same thing about Otani. I heard the same thing about DeGrom. Worry about extending Pete Alonzo or paying Pete Alonzo. To say that you're getting Juan Soto, what's the proof? You didn't get Craig Council. You didn't get Yamamoto. Keep McPherson on the fan. Let's take a break. I'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. As a general practice, I tend not to discuss any contract negotiations with any particular player, and, and I'll keep that practice going in this. Uh, I'll continue to say, Pete's a really good player. He's an important part of our organization. Brad. We're excited to have him here, and certainly we hope um, that we can have him here for a while. I think Pete has proven he can handle pressure pretty well. Um, he, he's performed at a very high level in a high, highly pressurized environment. Um, I'm not concerned about Pete handling pressure. He should have just stopped that. I'm not concerned about Pete. As I'm standing here looking at this signed Pete Alonzo jersey, and I can't unsee the tag now. I never thought about the tag, and I was listening to Salicata today, like, like, what's the tag doing on it? Now I can't unsee the fact. Why would you frame the dirt, the jersey with the tag hanging? Tuck it in the sleeve or take it off. Now we got to get this out of here. And Pete Alonzo's going to be out of here, so there'd be no point of this hanging in the studio anymore. 877-337-6666. Listen, all the talk about who the Mets are going to get, let's just go back to DeGrom, right? I threw DeGrom's name in there with uh, Craig Council, Yamamoto, Otani, Judge. Why isn't DeGrom still here? Oh, we lucked out on that. You see what happened to DeGrom? Yeah, but, like, the the idea... The thought was we have the owner to pay DeGrom. DeGrom is one of our best players, pitchers ever. He should retire a Met. And he didn't. They didn't want to pay him. And whether you think they made the right decision or not, that was a decision that a lot of fans disagreed with and didn't see happening. Now, that's about to happen with Pete Alonzo. And as I every day see people cope, high level of copium in the Mets fan world online, Mets Twitter trying to cope every day with the Yankee fan laughing about Bader and Severino. Now, now Bader's going to be your everyday center fielder. We'll see how that plays out. Severino, I just saw a video of Severino. Nasty work. Yeah, throwing a changeup. Yeah, Severino's great in the workout. Wait till he gets on the mound facing hitters. <laughs> That's the problem. He can throw the pitches, but guys are hitting him. They're hitting the crap out of the ball. And Carlos Mendoza has never managed a game. So he's got to find a way to navigate through all of this. Pete Alonso has sat here and watched multiple guys hit the mega millions. Come and go. Come in, grab some money, leave, made more money than Pete. Pete is waiting for his payday. So you know what he did this year? He said, I'm going to go get Scott Boris. Bum, bum, bum. And you same fans that talk about how old. Oh, Scott Boris represents Juan Soto. He's going to free agency. He's, he's, he's a Met next year. Steve Cohen's going to give him the highest offer. Well, what about Pete Alonzo? They're not going to extend him. You just heard Stearns, Stearns does not care. They could extend him. There's no conversation about extending Pete Alonzo. My good pal Evan Roberts has a beard. I've never seen Evan look like this. You've never seen Evan look like Craig Carton came in here today and said, I don't like it at all. Uh, nah. No. He's not going to shave until Pete Alonzo's. Ex- like, we're going to have to. It's, it, something's got to give, Ev. You know and I know they're not extending him. 
David Stearns has a wait-and-see approach. He wants to see what everybody looks like with his own two eyes from his suite in City Field. They're going to evaluate everyone, including Pete Alonzo. 877-337-6666. Jack is out in Brooklyn on the fan in New York. Let's go, Simon. and Freed. Let's go. Excuse me? Excuse me, say what? Let's go, Simon and I'm me Freed. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What they, I don't know what he said. I saw, I did hear Mets. Let's go. They said let's go Stein Mets and Freed. I don't know. I, this is an opportunity for me to put you guys on my new hashtag hashtag LGYM. Let's go Yankee Mets. Because these are my Mets, the Make It Happen Mets. You know, I was calling them the Make It Happen Mets. I don't think they're gonna make it happen this year. So now they're the Yankee Mets. I'm specifically rooting for Mendy and Sevy. And Bader. Let's see if Anthony in Bayville knows what to do on the fan. Go for it, Ant. Hey, Keith, what's going on? Yeah. Um, hey, you, you're pretty good at getting this Mets fans riled up. But uh, uh, listen, I, I'm not going to pretend that I, I know how to like build a professional sports team or anything like that. So if, if Stearns knows what he's doing, building something from the ground up, I'll give him a shot. Like, who knows if it's going to work out or not? It probably won't. The Brewers but, didn't um, win any World Series or anything. They never made it to the NLCS, from what I know. They went to the postseason. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, I, I'm not going to sit here and dispute that. But what I don't understand is, like, MLB isn't like NFL. Like, he can go out and he can sign, like, Trevor Bauer, low-risk, high-reward type of guy, yep. or lock up somebody that's going to be here long-term, like P. Alonzo, yep. and maybe take a, take a crack at the wild card. Yeah, there's no salary but, cap. Why are you coming out and putting a cap on it? On January 9th to say we only have ten million dollars left. That's cap. Yeah. So it just makes no sense to me. Like, okay, we're not going for the division because there's two powerhouses in the division, and they want to build something from the ground up. Like I said, but take a shot at the wild card. You like you don't have to sign major guys right away. I don't know. That's how how, how does a Francisco Lindor feel about that? Being like you know the shortstop, the highest paid player on the team, face of the team, right? You know. I said to someone recently, man, Francisco Lindor played in the World Baseball Classic with his hair on fire. I don't want to say he played harder for a team Puerto Rico than he does for his team here in New York, but, like, that stuff's got to wear on guys. Like, wait, we're not going for it anymore? I thought I was here to compete. Yeah. I thought I was here to challenge. We won 101 games just a year ago. We had a down year. I thought we were coming right back. Right. But Edwin right. Diaz. Anyway. Edwin Diaz missed last year. Edwin Diaz didn't throw a pitch last year. He can't wait to get out there. Speaking of playing in the World Baseball Classic for Puerto Rico, how does Edwin Diaz feel now being like, am I going to get opportunities to add to my saves to close games? Yeah, it's not a good look. And it's not like if they, they finish as the bottom half team in the league, like it's not like all of a sudden they're going to draft a quarterback next year that's going to change the whole franchise. It's right. It's not yeah. football. There's more, there's, no reason not to go for a wild card spot. It makes it, no sense. It's it's New York. It, it's going to be a, a a very interesting season because I know there are Met fans that are not going for it. I read I I, I read the tweets. I listen to WFAN all day. Uh, I, like the way that you push back as a Met fan is at the stadium opening day, or just not going to the stadium at all. Yeah. Anyway, have a good night. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for the call. And I'm not in- encouraging people to do that. Go to the stadium. I, I remember saying, shake my head. The Mets fan abandoning their team in the postseason. Laying it's like, you're supposed to go there and root on your team. What's to root for right now? 
Save your money for 2025, 2026. 877 337 6666. Get your last calls in. I don't even know. I might have nine minutes left. Let's take the break. I'll be right back. Yeah, 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 Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Appreciate you guys, for real. It's been fun. Uh, another five-hour KM to AM, the third one in a row. I'm just trying to think. Like, I don't know if I ever did three in a row. I never did five in a row. But we're going to do the same thing tomorrow. My guy, Eddie Mata, will join me tomorrow. I'm still working on guests, texting people. Let me see in my notes. I think I... I have a couple other people, but I'll have another in-studio guest tomorrow. Oh, yeah, Dave Sims is going to join me tomorrow, Chris Kirshner tomorrow over the phone, and I think I might have one more guy, and then I'll line up some guests for Football Friday, and I just hope you guys are enjoying what I'm doing with this much airtime, and uh, if you're at work, you're passing the time, you're having a good time, and I'm having a good time, so thanks. Thanks for listening. Let's take my last calls and close it out. Lou and Asbury, you're on the fan. Keith, what's up, buddy? How you doing, man? All right, you know, wrapping it up. Uh, I, I got I got three quick things to say. Number one, uh, I was driving driving home from work last night. I was listening to you. All of a sudden, the guy from Mama's calls. You're crying. I'm crying. I probably. I'm sorry, man. I, I had no idea what he was gonna say. I, you know, even I went back and listened to the call and posted it. And I'm talking about Puerto Rico. And, he, it hit me like a <clears throat> hit me like a ton of bricks, man. I had yeah, no idea that was coming. That was a great call, though, man. Um, first thing is, I, I just want to take a, a moment of silence for Nick Saban. If this was the Oregon Trail, his his gravestone would read NIL because that just totally, absolutely killed him in Alabama. Oh, I, I mentioned it in my open, but I didn't get to it right. The NIL, the transfer portal, he killed Bama. These social media superstars coming in. These kids all come in with a million followers. And Jalen Milrow as his quarterback, he's like, I'm done, man. I'm done. I got to get a quarterback, and I got to pay this kid a million dollars to come play quarterback to transfer. I'm done. I'm out. Well, I read a good article, and and actually, it's funny too because Alabama's been you know paying players for years, and now all of a sudden NIL comes out, and they're actually one of the poorest universities for alumni. Yeah, because like, they can't just put an envelope of cash in these kids' locker correct. after the game. <laughs> Whereas Texas is like one of the richest alumni. Because all those all those alumni, they own businesses. Yep. They're just pumping money back into the university. Yep. Bam is actually one of the poorest. Arch, Archie Manning is a multi-millionaire. He ain't even played yet. <laughs> Last thing, real fast. Uh, Jets should absolutely go after Vrabel. So, He's good enough. So they can unite him with Keith Rogers. Carter, who Brees Hall and Mekhi Becton are making fun of? Thanks Listen, for the call, uh, No way. Mike Vrabel does not want to come over here. He, he's going to have his choice. He's a former Patriot. He's probably waiting for them to do whatever they're going to do with Bill Belichick so he can go there. You think he wants to come here and work with Nathaniel Hackett and deal with Aaron Rodgers? Hell no. C-Max coming up next. You guys are great. The calls, some of the like things that get suggested. <laughs> I love it, man. It's a good time. Stay tuned for C-Max show. Take that midnight ride with him. I'll be back tomorrow at 7 to do the same thing all over again. Be good, folks. I'm out. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.